You're listening to the No Shot Podcast, where we discuss sports, true stories, and mental health. Brought to you by True Victory Apparel, Hillside Productions, and Radio Influence. Let's get after it. Welcome to the No Shot Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Santorelli, here with my co-host, T-Mike and Chopsticks. Oh yeah, let's get it. What's going down, world? Welcome back to the No Shot Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to swing a two-parter once again. We got a uno and we got a dos. So... It's all about motivation because, you know, motivation, that's that's something that everybody needs. But we got to understand where the motivation is coming from. Is it coming from us or is it coming from the world or is it coming from extrinsic things that that just draw us in? And today, you know, Santa's going to kind of lead us down a rabbit hole that's going to hopefully get everybody thanking. So let's roll. Yeah. It, Santa. So today we're going to hit you with the extrinsic motivation. And next week we're going to slap you with the intrinsic you're going to get slapped, oh, is yeah. what he said. Through right. the microphone. Through the mic. We're going to yeah. slap you. Slap. Hopefully, we make you a little bit mad. Comply. All right. <laughs> so, um, hopefully. But like in a happy yeah, way. Yeah, we want to get you in your feelings a little bit. Let's get mad right. in happy ways. So, oh, like, I like that. Why, why is extrinsic motivation a factor? What are the things that cause us to be extrinsic when we're working out? You want to shoot it first or me? Well, so I have a definition for All right, extrinsic. Oh, right. we got deaf today. Deaf, deaf, deaf. Send it, Chop. Okay, so extrinsic motivation is defined as a motivation to participate in an activity based on meeting an external goal, garnering praise and approval, winning a competition, or receiving an award or payment. Oh, that's an in-depth deaf. It is. My All right. goodness. So, like... There's uh, there's tons. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- tons of sides to this thing. So, what would you believe that more people are extrinsic than intrinsic? You know, I'm gonna have to say that most people have some sort of extrinsic motivation. Oh yeah, I've learned throughout the years that more people are extrinsically motivated than they are intrinsically motivated. Yes. All right. So, why are people finding the intrinsic motivation to do things. There's so many different variables that go along with this. The Santa, like, we got social media influences. Social media is, like, huge. We've got family influences. We've got um, all types of things that tell us what we should be or not. Mm -hmm. And in the end, people lose themselves. Oh, yeah. Because they're so busy trying to be someone else. So, like, here's, here's some really good examples. An extrinsic can be positive and negative. Yes. That is so, Like, if you were intrinsically motivated to garner respect and praise from people on social media, probably not a good habit. Right. Like, um, actually, it's gotten to the point where if people post a picture of themselves, you know, you know, working out at the gym or whatever, and... It, the photo is not liked within the first 30 seconds. They experience a period of unhappiness. Mm. That's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it is. I'm but, sorry. But, but as soon as people like it and comment, you get dopamine and then epinephrine right to the head. So yeah. people slanging dope. On social media, they are literally slanging dope. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think my neighbors dopamine. think I'm slanging dope. Not dope. Dopamine. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so the, no, we're not but, slinging dope, just but, to be but, clear. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
We're a dispensary in happiness. All right. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a play on words, Chop. That's all it is. All right. <laughs> not real drugs. Sorry. Just a play on all words. Right. Just want to make that clear. All right. Do not so, come after us. Now, um, w- w- one example of extrinsic motivation that in, in some ways was good and bad. Uh, let's look at uh, like Michael Jordan. Yes. So he, he went through like, you know, his dad passed away and all that. And yes. then he, and he, he lost the, the motivation to play basketball. He, he just, he, he was going through a really difficult time, and then he started playing baseball. Well, well let's, let's stop right there. Let's really sit back and think about that, first and foremost. Before you can really move forward with that point of this conversation, you've really got to go back. You've got to look at where it started. You've got to look at the extrinsic motivation that held Michael oh, okay. find out who oh, okay. he was. Good, good point. Because uh, now his, his dad was a huge baseball fan. Right. And, like, he really wanted Jordan to play baseball. He did, and, and, but he but, did play baseball. And, yeah. But then Michael d- developed, uh, or MJ, developed a huge appreciation for, for basketball. Mm-hmm. And what did his father do? And, like, he, he still supported him. He didn't just support him. He took it to the next level. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But but that's what I mean. Like, in the end, we see the transition to to Mike eventually making the decision to leave basketball. But let's look at all the extrinsic factors and motivators that told his dad and him, hey, basketball is probably a route that you want to take well, yeah, the, but because he, of your like, superior he, he skills. He started getting recognition when he, when he was finally able to play because, uh, you know, at first, you know, they were like, ah, you're not good enough, kid. And then, um, then you know, he finally started uh, playing and they were like, no, oh, you, you got some talent. Right. But the other thing that we've we got to kind of leave out of this podcast is all the intrinsic motivation he had. Yeah. Because you can imagine— yeah. Michael probably heard, felt, and experienced well, a lot of things. Well, uh, all right, the the money that's extrinsic. I mean, the, just the all the people just praising your name in the stands. Well, I would say that extrinsically, his dad was the positive, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, motivation there. So yes. he wanted to, you know, be be successful for his dad. And his dad wanted him to be. So it was like a two-way road there. Yeah, they, so it, it went that, back that, and forth. That's called, um, I guess, gr- group motivation. Yeah. When, when, you, when your family is supporting you. So that that's positive reinforcement for extrinsic motivation. Totally agreed. And, and in that particular point in time, I can see that there's no place for autonomy when it comes to Michael and his development at that point in time. Yeah. It's the place to where in which a parent, a provider, someone that can actually guide you, can take the rings and say, hey— since I know this is what you're capable of, let's see if we can take this particular route regardless of what's going on. Because now your intrinsic motivation is extrinsically being pressed forward. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right, right. And then, you know, when something traumatic happens that kind of puts you in a different mental state, you know, like the, the passing away of a family member in, in Jordan's case, um, now, like, what was like such a crucial part of his development up to this point was was gone. So the, you know now, I mean I, I can understand why he he's lost the motivation for a little while to play basketball. I, I can I guess uh, in a, in a way sympathize with that. Mm-hmm. You know like how difficult that would be to to lose such a, a crucial part of your support. So when the high end extrinsic motivator disappears. When there's no more options in regards to finding that feeling or that motivation again, you revert back to maybe something that was told to you as a child. Yeah. 
I want to do this to honor my father. So would you consider that a positive or negative? And in Mike's case, it's truly unique because you got to remember, Mike's just an elite athlete, period. Like, even, even when he walked away from basketball, like, Mike said a bunch of things that told us he doesn't need this anymore. He'd won multiple titles, known as, as the best player alive. He was losing his motivation to continue. Think about it. He's accepted surpassed, defeated every single external challenge he ever experienced in that sport, period. Yeah. I, there's no, no, no one could do anything to the man. You can't, you can't say that anyone's better than him in any category. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, scoring titles, NBA titles, finals titles, MVPs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Head honcho, no tanto. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when, when he started playing baseball, you know, like he just wasn't it. Yeah, he wasn't it. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> he wasn't it. But but like there were a lot of people that were like, oh man, he he, he was like so, he was that dog at, at a basketball. He'll, he'll transition to baseball. Yeah, because that's that works out, huh? Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> like just because. Hey, there are people that have done it before. You got Deion but, Sanders, Bo Jackson. It is multiple it, sports. It is so hard to be a dual athlete though. Oh Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward went football. It's, it's basketball. definitely easier when you're young. Right. But when you get older and you focus so much time on one sport day in and day out, and then you go and transition to another sport, you have to be a serious athlete to be able to transition. Yeah, so I think ultimately he didn't have the motivation for baseball. In the end, he showed that he went and sowed his wild oats, I guess if you want to put it that way, that was okay. quote-unquote in such a way as to say, I have fulfillment in this arena now, right? Yes, he was taking a spot away from another athlete that deserved it more. But at the same time, as we talk about that when it comes to Mike, look at all the other external factors that came along with his appearance with the White Sox. He brought an energy to the minor league system. His name was shrouded. He was giving money away to players, taking care of guys. No, I mean, yeah, just, so, so, I mean, but he did a lot on the back end. Yeah, he became a boon to the White Sox. Like, all the dudes there, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm playing baseball with Michael Jordan right, right now. And they got to know him as a human being rather than his airness. And then once we've seen that external piece disappear and then his love and hunger well, for basketball you, you come know, back, I, I we saw think, some things um, work. I think one of the things that I, I think was like a major intrinsic motive, uh, well, uh, uh, motivation for Michael that like really said something to his character uh, that played into the, the ed- extrinsic motivation in a positive way was uh, there was a guy that was like taking a half court shot and then like they were like all right you know if you make this then you know you get like however much money so w- one of the rules that was not explicitly stated was that if you were in college or whatever then it kind of nullified the the whole thing oh man so like they didn't want to pay him. Oh, man. And then Jordan was like, nah, <laughs> you ain't doing that. So Jordan and uh, the whole team was going to get the money together and pay this guy. And then Jordan went up to like the head, the, the head people and was like, no, you're not doing this to him. So what happened? So like they paid him. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Like, but, That's but, an external factor. But I, I think um, – <laughs> Jordan had a love for the game, and then pe- people fed into that and, and really wanted to see see him succeed at the sport. And like when when people are fans of what you're doing, 
and they're like, man, like, keep doing this. Like, you know, and they're, they're really feeding, I guess, more of a, a positive atmosphere into what you're doing. It, it really gives you the, I guess, in, in that extrinsic motivation to keep playing the sport. Yeah. So, I mean, we can all agree that this is a great example of extrinsic motivation. What are some some bad ways extrinsic motivation could be used? Uh, so, like, if if a parent is really, really like m- maybe they want their kid to play basketball or you know whatever, and then the kid wants to do another sport, and then the the dad is like, no, you're gonna play, you're gonna play soccer, and then like kind of forcing them to play soccer. And like, so they're only playing soccer because right. their dad wants yeah. them to. So they're playing. They're not really motivated to play soccer. They're motivated to like make their parent happy. Right. So and that's not enough to. It, it's it's unhealthy, really. But yeah, it's not enough to keep playing the sport. Right. Uh, so, but then you know, back to I guess social media. Uh, th- there are a lot of unhealthy habits. Like you could be working at the gym and you're only working out. So that other people will see you work out and think, oh, wow, you're, you're really fit. So, like, seeking the approval of others, like, in person, that, that you can develop some bad habits there, too. Like, I, I, I've seen girls, like, uh, I used to go to this gym, and, like, we would all play basketball, and there was this, like, huge window. And the girls would work out specifically in there on the stair stepper, so guys would look at them. And I was like... But isn't it interesting that gyms put stair steppers right at the entrance? Yeah, but but, but they they do it. <laughs> that's, so, that's a whole another podcast yeah, episode. But, though. but, but they, they do it there, huh? so that people people yeah. will do that, and then they're they're feeding off of the people's desire for extrinsic motivation. I mean, I, I think almost everything in the gym is placed in a specific area for a specific place, yeah. for, for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I, I got to say that in the end, external motivation, especially socially speaking, it's always driven by desire and money and how can you manipulate others to do what you need them to do. It's it's a business in that particular case. I mean, but yeah. But in the end, the one thing that I'm noticing is how much people allow it to control their lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, and But they, they will deny that extrinsic motivation, at least in the negative sense, is a factor in their life. I totally agree. There's a lot, especially, and this isn't knocking women. But women. Now, guys, often enough, we're doing the exact same thing, but it's not necessarily so much a denial for us. Hold on. It's not so much a denial for us. For ladies, it's always along the lines of saying, hey, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this imagery stuff for me. I'm wearing this outfit for me. And in the end, if it's just for you, why are you doing it in front of these people, so they pay attention to you. Is it is the is the me part the extrinsic motivation to make you feel good about you, or is it the me part that says I just want to look at me and feel good about me? Because you could do that at home. And the, yeah. the, the gym influencers are a whole other conversation that we could get into. Right, uh, but that that's extreme external motivation. Oh yeah, like that's a that's a real talk, real level, real conversation. But before we continue, we gotta drop it. We got to move forward. We got to talk about our sponsor, True Victory Apparel. If you aren't perfect, this is the perfect brand for you. If you've ever struggled, if you've ever failed, if you've ever been the underdog, if you've ever doubted yourself or been doubted by others, this is the perfect brand for you. If you want to get better, be better, and make our world better, 
then this is the perfect brand for you. Followed by U.S. Founded, excuse me, by U.S. military veterans. True Victory is a sportswear and streetwear brand dedicated to building everyday champions on and off the field. We're not simply a company, we're a cause. Our purpose is to transform lives and elevate humanity through the power and unity of sports, positive stories, and serving others. Our hope is to one day be the world's most trusted, inspirational, and generous brand. We're dedicated to the game the grind, and the globe. But most importantly, we're dedicated to you. That's what it means to be always true. Go visit truevictory.com. That's www.truevictory.com and pick up the dopest gear from the dopest veteran and first responder owned brand in the world. And when you get there, use discount code Aaron Solano. That's A-R-R-O-N. S-O-L-A-N-O at checkout. TrueVictory.com. Thank you for being a sponsor of the cast. Back to it. All right. So I got a question for both of you. Send it. All right. So how does extrinsic motivation play into your lives in terms of like working out in fitness? Hmm. Chop, chop. Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? <laughs> That's not even fair. I'm a strength coach. What do you expect? Okay. How are you going to just throw me up here to Mike? You go first. All right. So when it comes to me, obviously. Okay, of, I'll go first. Oh, wow. Wow. Send a chop. Now you got to go first. Okay, put the well, cake out there so, and pull it back. Right? You know, Take I've embraced it now. You know, my nickname Chopstick and everything. But growing up, one of my biggest insecurities was the fact that I was built like a chopstick. Didn't my brother give you that nickname? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. That's awesome. (laughs) But, you know, so I have these these tiny little scrawny like chopstick of legs. And, you know, somehow I managed to walk. But (laughs) growing up, that was a real negative motivation to, you know, do something about it. And um, I didn't do anything about it, really. Um, I just, you know, got okay with it, and I'm more secure now. My guy said I got okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) I just got okay with it. You used to work at a Chinese restaurant, so that was, like, funny, too. I I think that's why my brother gave you the nickname. It it, it all plays a part. (laughs) Oh, man, what a story that is. Talking about (laughs) negative and extrinsic motivation. He's smiling and he's crying at the same time right now, guys. You just can't see it. So, right, go ahead, Mike. So one, one of my biggest factors, obviously, is the fact that for a living, ultimately, I'm a strength and conditioning coach, and I'm around superior athletes all the time, and I have to hold myself aesthetically and internally to a particular standard. So I value health, nutrition, the whole shebang, the studying of it all, the, the transmitting of the information, the aesthetic value that says, hey, look at what he's doing, look how consistent he is. And then from there, can that be an external motivator for others to reach goals? Now, it's not necessarily about being, you know, Joey Swole and walking around just yoked up because obviously they make fun of my legs too. My legs ain't the biggest in the world, but I thought that weight though, with that in mind, I, I, I am externally motivated by that and internally motivated by the fact that I know if I can continue this, that external factor is valuable. So I, I guess uh, now throwing the question to myself, uh, you know, like I, I really enjoy running. And uh, like if there are other people like walking, if there's like walking the trail, I like running past them. 
Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, What's wrong with that you? That sounds bro? like pride. <laughs> yeah, that's just it, pride. It's, it's like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I, I, I just love, like... I'm bro. faster than you. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, it, it's, it's not even that. I, I enjoy, like... It's almost like I'm I'm competing with them, but not really. Like, I, I'm imagining that I'm competing with them, yeah. and then... <laughs> And they're not even a part of it. They're like, well, oh no, no. That was part of the definition: winning a competition. No, but like I, that he made up in his head. They, they, have, they have no <laughs> That's idea. Still a competition. They have no idea that like, I'm, I'm going through this process. They have no <laughs> idea that they're losing either. I'm using you as external motivation <laughs> to better myself. Y'all ain't even a part of it, but I don't care. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> but like, it's oh, just man. like kind of a fun, well, sort of a thing that I do. That, that I find a little bit of joy in. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's I, I, which is, I guess... If that helps you, that's that's great. I don't recommend that for others, but <laughs> if it works, it works. Neither do I. I don't recommend that type of psychological I mean, warfare in your own head. I don't... Like, I don't. When, I, when I get to the point where I'm, like, really... I, I don't know. Just, like, really, uh, like, oh, man, I don't want to run anymore. I just think about, like, immense pain. Like, just, like, the worst pain I've ever gone through. And I was like, so you're ready to quit, and you're like, man, I wish I was in more pain. More pain. <laughs> no, but I, like, <laughs> that I, keeps I, me I, going. No, no, no. It, it's, like, it's like I compare the pain that I'm going through then to that pain, and I was like, it's not that bad. I can do more. Didn't, didn't, didn't we talk about you only having three Felix chops? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like Josh has a plethora of Felix that are weird. <laughs> I'm starting to get nervous, my guy. Uh, oh, like, you know, no. It's like, um, but I guess that that would kind of be more towards the intrinsic motivation side. I, w- I would have to say but, that is extrinsic motivation being turned into intrinsic motivation. Y- yeah, but th- then, um, but I-, I do like the feeling. I get uh, the feeling of working on is great, but I, I think uh, I really want to get to a point to where I can be like athletically sound. Like get- getting to that point where I can be like, all right, I I. I- I feel like I, I have reached the point of athleticism that I want to get to. So you're using external factors to help motivate you to do so? Yes. In, in, in some sense, yes. Th- that's part of it. Oh, yeah. In the weirdest, wildest, creepiest sense, actually. I think that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for... Oh, yeah. Trivia. 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 That was a lot better. That All was right. better. The trivia, echo was better trivia, that time. Trivia. All right. True or false? True. Wow. Always right. true. Wow. True victory. Listen oh, to the wow. question first. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this could be, like, a totally ridiculous question. And, like, all right. So, in the early days of baseball, home plate could be made out of white rubber or white marble. True. True or false? True. I would absolutely say that's false, just to go against job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, actually, it is true. Oh, yes. my word. They would use white marble? Down yes. There. Two weeks in a row I've gotten it correct. Dude, I promise. Was, dudes are sliding headfirst into marble. <laughs> <laughs> I God promise me. I did not know could, could these you, questions. You, could you imagine get your, getting your dome cracked on a plate of marble? <laughs> all I can think of right now is the song, We Some Head Buses. We Some Head Buses. <laughs> Do slide up. Bah! And the head just explodes. The whole helmet just cracks open. He's concussed. Imagine, like, you know, someone slides into home. Okay, now that clay is gone. Now there's just a sharp piece of marble there. 
<laughs> Next person comes, slides face first into. Oh, this was like like. There's probably the, a reason near, they stopped that. It was like that. near the end end of the 1800s. <laughs> Oh, early days. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Welcome to baseball. This is Jim <laughs> Pub. Oh, man. Jim uh, Pub. Jim Pub. So, regardless of what is going on in your life, you can utilize external motivators to actually do positive things and negative things. You have to make a decision on which one of those particular factors you are going to have to utilize to help you. So, let me break that down to make it a little more simple. External factors can be a boon, and they can also be destructive. If you allow external factors to be a boon to you, that means you are utilizing them and then utilizing self-control to be an outstanding motivator to help you get to your goal. If you utilize them in such a way as to be destructive, that means they can manipulate you. They can distort your goal, your purpose, your heart, and they can destroy your spirit. You have to be extremely careful when it comes to utilizing external factors that you either do not understand or don't understand how to utilize. Keep that in mind when you're looking at the world for what it is. This has been the No Shot Podcast brought to you by the brand True Victory Apparel. Radio Influence and Hillside Productions. Santa, send us home. This has been the No Shot Podcast. Go check out the brand at truevictory.com and then go support the cast by rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.